My name is Emily, and you are listening to the Fill Your Cup podcast. This is a space that allows you to press pause on the hustle of life and relax into conversations that will awaken, inspire, and empower your mind, body, and soul. From health, wellness, self-mastery, ancient wisdoms, and all things in between, tune in each week for your dose of all the good vibes. So are you ready? Sit back, relax, and let's fill your cup. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fill Your Cup podcast. My name is Emily. I am your host. If you are tuning in again, thank you so much for coming back. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for your support. If you are tuning in for the first time, I love you. Thank you. And I appreciate your support. I am sending all of you the good vibes back, all of the good energy. And just thank you so much. I really appreciate, again, you supporting me so I can just like speak my truth and get my words out into this world. It's a big part of my journey through my expression and who I am. And it is keeping me in a constant flow of bliss and alignment. So again, just freaking thank you. It lights me up to be able to do this. Um, yeah, guys. So the episode today is going to all be all about me, <laughs> because why not? Um, no, it's going to be all about my story. So you guys can get a better picture about who I am, um, where I came from, and how now that I'm teaching, teaching other women how to live a life of alignment, like why I came to this point, why I'm on a podcast sharing my story in the first place. Um, so I'm going to be giving you guys just a little bit of a background about me growing up and all that jazz, but then I'm going to be getting more into depth, more about um, really the years after I graduated college. So these past few years, few years, it's been four years now since I'm out. So really the past four years and what the past four years have done for me, for my journey. And yes, so I'm super excited. Before we get started, let's everybody take a big, long, deep, full breath. So let's take a full inhale, full exhale, maybe even verbally release on your exhale. Just let out any stuck, stale, resistant energy. Let it out as you exhale. Let it glow go so you can keep that constant breath flow, so you can stay connected to that breath. Remember, this is Fill Your Cup. This is a podcast all about feeling good, all about listening to the things that can make your heart happy, that can make your soul feel so good that you are just living a life of alignment and bliss because you're just doing the things that make you feel good day in and day out with no shame, with no guilt with no feelings of selfishness, all about taking the time to do the things that make you feel good. I know deep breaths make me feel freaking amazing. So let's take one more together. <sighs> feel your shoulders come away from your ears. Just let all of it go. So now that we're more grounded down, now that we're more relaxed into it, let me get started with my story. Um, so let me start off by saying that I was born and raised in Southern California. Um, born and raised in Southern California. I was, I am the oldest of five girls. However, it didn't start out that way. Um, it started as just me and my sister. So I was the oldest of us two. It was me, my mom, my dad, and my sister. Um, when I was six years old, however, my mom passed away of breast cancer. And so then it was just me, my dad, and my sister for a good chunk of time. Um, in about fifth grade, sixth grade. So what age am I? 11, 12 now. My dad, 
ended up getting remarried. He met his wife, my stepmom, Paula. Um, Paula had two girls of her own. And so now I was the oldest of four. Um, and then they decided my mom, my stepmom and my dad decided to have their own baby, which is my little sister. And so there you go. Now I'm the oldest of five. <laughs> so it's me and my real sister. The next two are my stepsisters and the baby is my half sister. Um, so like I said, this is like when I was, I mean, Sarah, my little sister was born in seventh grade. So we have a 12 year gap. Um, However, like this was so many years ago that it doesn't even feel like blended anymore. I mean, we're all just like family. I don't even really like think about stepsister, half sister, anything like that. Um, so yeah, I am the oldest of five girls. <clears throat> I played sports growing up all through childhood. I mean, I remember starting playing t-ball at like five years old, but I mean, really through elementary through high school, I played every sport under the sun from like volleyball, from, um, golf. What else? I almost said field hockey. I played roller hockey, did not play field hockey. The only sister that did that was Molly. So shout out to you. Um, I played roller hockey, water polo. I swam. What else? Um, well, the biggest thing I wanted to say is I also played softball and that was my, my true pride and joy. That is the sport that stuck with me, um, through college. I ended up playing softball competitively, competitively through high school, trying to get recruited to college. So I had a little bit of a different high school experience, at least I think, um, also, I went to an all-girls Catholic school, so that was an entire experience in itself. I can definitely get on here and talk more about like all of these backgrounds, all of my experiences. Um, if you want to know a little more, I have no problem coming back on here and talking about it all. But yeah, so let's see. So what was I saying? So high school, I competitively trying to get that scholarship, earn the scholarship to go live out my dream and play softball in college, which freaking happened, guys. I worked my little butt off and I got a scholarship to go to college for four years um, in Hawaii. Like what the hell? University of Hawaii at Hilo. I was so like lucky, blessed to be able to go out to Hawaii and to continue playing the the sport, the sport that I grew up loving, my favorite, um, my favorite thing to do and to continue my education for free. Like I was blessed. And so yeah, went away for four years, went to school out in Hawaii, did my thing. Oh, also, um, I definitely, um, I definitely manifested that going to school in Hawaii when I was younger, being a recruited. I remember I like told myself, I'm going to play softball in Hawaii. I'm going to go to school in Hawaii. Granted, I thought it was like the big Oahu, the Rainbow Warriors, Manoa. I thought it was that school. Um, God universe had a little different plan, sent me over to Hilo instead, but still sent me to Hawaii. Like I was manifesting at a young age, y'all. And um, I will definitely talk more about my story with softball and all of that, that good stuff. Cause that's like a huge part of who I am. Um, so yeah, so I did my damn thing out in Hawaii for four years, graduated again, so grateful, so blessed for that opportunity. Um, so yeah, right after I graduated, I had no plans whatsoever because I had no idea what the fuck I wanted to do with my life. I literally played softball like my entire life. And that was my only like vision, my only goal to get to college, to play the sport and to just keep on doing the thing that I absolutely loved for as long as I possibly could. Um, so again, that was the dream. I was not making plans in college. I was really, I mean, for me personally, I felt like I got the scholarship to go play softball in school. School is kind of just there on the side because 
they were paying me. I had to show up to class to play in the games, to go to practice. And honestly, that was the mindset that I had. So when I came back um, home with no fucking plan or no fucking clue about what I wanted to do, I um, just started to do what everyone else around me was doing, what my parents were telling me to do, what I saw some of my friends were doing was to go get a job, go work the nine to five grind. You graduated college. Now it's time to get a job, pay bills, live in the real world. Like that's the mindset I went into um, my first few months here with after graduating. And that really worked backwards with me already because I knew from the get-go, even like in college, I had no idea what I wanted to do, but I knew like soul knowing that I was not meant to work a nine to five job. I was not meant to go into an office and like sit in a cubicle and wear business clothes and push papers and like type it all into computer and just stuff like that. Like that is not my jam. Um, if it is your jam, there's nothing against that. I just do not thrive that way. People like can like freaking thrive that way and we need people to thrive that way. However, I just knew that wasn't for me. So when I, when I was coming home and I was looking for jobs, um, I was staying away from that nine to five clock in clock out type of thing. Um, and I started looking for kind of more fun jobs. So I started to do as much as I possibly could, um, keeping myself busy with work because I knew if I wasn't working, um, a solid job through the day. It wasn't going to give me the solid paycheck that other people were getting that you receive when you do go and put the work in all day at a job. So I started to, what was the first job I got? I don't remember. I think it was nannying to be honest. So I think I started with nannying from nannying. I got a job while I was nannying. I got a job at a gym at the, from the gym, I also got a job, um, working with a woman in her own business. Her, it was a jewelry business, like a fashion boutique type of business all online. Um, which was kind of just a great mix. It was, it was nannying in the morning, working at the gym, usually at night and working for this woman during the day. And so I would piece my day together like that. Um, however, I would still like pick up whatever jobs that were offered to me. Like if someone was like, oh, I need help with this. I'd be like, yeah, of course I can do that because I was a people pleaser. I said yes to everybody, but also I was saying yes to like whatever type of money could flow my way because really now since I was like working all these types of jobs and it wasn't necessarily that like nine to five I, um, my parents, I really didn't see any of it as real jobs. So I just like picked up as much stuff as I could to like try to prove to them like what I am doing is real and like I am working. It just doesn't look the same as others. Um, so that's kind of a good gateway into, my relationship with my parents and my family coming back from college because it definitely was different. I mean, I, I was coming back from four years. I, I visited every, every Christmas and every summer, like gratefully, thankfully I got to come back and, you know, live at home all of those times. But now after graduating, I literally came, was coming home to like live here and I wasn't, there was no plan to go back. So that definitely started to set in. I was living under, I mean, in my parents' house. So I was under their rules, which is totally cool. Your house, your rules, but the, it just wasn't vibing with me. I was really trying to, I mean, shit find myself and like my independence, but I was being so controlled and like bogged down. It feels like that, um, 
and it wasn't like toxic. It was just like, it just wasn't aligned with what I was trying to do anymore. And I mean, honestly, I'll just get right out there and say it. Like my stepmom and I really just started kind of to go head to head. And so that is also why I just tried to work as much as I could because I wanted to like get out of the house. I wanted to not be there. I wanted to just like avoid any confrontation with anything that wasn't going to make me happy. And so that meant it was me grinding from place to place to place, just always going, going, going. And yeah, so this was from about, so now what year is this? So this is 2015. I graduated 2016. Now let's say that's where, um, we are. So now it's 2016. I'm still working as many jobs as possible. Um, at this point, I, um, was with my boyfriend, still with him to this day. We met at one of my many various jobs. We met at the gym. He was in sales and I was working at the front desk and uh, just the most romantic of love stories. Not really at all. I think that he sold me like my first Pilates package, which actually, holy shit, I'm realizing now is actually huge. He was the first one to like bring Pilates into my universe. And that was a huge thing for me. So I'll just get into that really quick. Um, so yeah, 2016, working at the gym, dating my mans, and I started taking Pilates, which was huge for me because when I came home from college after playing all of those years of softball, after working out day, like literally every day in the weight room, in the gym, on the field, like I was sick and tired of running, lifting weights, like I was sick and tired of working out. And even though I was working at a gym, I like literally just fucking hated going into the gym. And this was a nice ass gym. It was, it was Equinox. It's bougie. Like if you, I don't know where they have them. I think more like, um, in California, but I know there's some in New York. Anyways, if you've ever been to an Equinox, that shit is like the highest level of gyms. I was so spoiled being able to work there. I got a free membership and, but then was like introduced to Pilates that way because I would avoid the treadmill. I realized I still needed to like move my body because now I wasn't moving every day. I definitely was gaining a little more weight because I wasn't as active. Um, anyways, so I started taking Pilates and holy shit, my life changed from that moment on. Pilates is like the best workout in the world. I loved it so much that I kept doing it and I ended up getting certified to teach Pilates. I am now a Pilates instructor for the past two years and I freaking love it. Um, I just fell in love with the way it made me feel like during the workout, after the workout, it was never such a push or anything super intense, but it was always like <laughs> so... It wasn't like an intense workout, but it was an intense workout. Like you're getting the work done, but you're not like grinding and pushing like you're lifting weights. It's like really more of a mind body connection. And obviously that's why I fell in love with it. Hello. I'm all about that mind body connection. So, um, so at that point, 2016, now we're in summer 2016. I am doing all of the things. I on, I think by this time I moved out for the first time. I moved out with one of my friends from high school. We were living in an apartment. Um, and life like for me at that point was so fucking chaotic. I had no control on anything that was going on. I like felt like I was, even though I was like, happy. Like I said, I mean, I had, I was working, I was living out on my own. I had a boyfriend, like I was living like a pretty cool, like not an adult life, but like young adult life. Like I was going out, like I was doing the things, but it was 
really like nothing that I wanted to be doing down at a deep soul level. I was just so blind and unaware to that at that moment. Like I would never be able to understand that at then, but now I can understand that like I was doing all of these things that were so out of alignment with like my energy and who I was and like what I wanted to do. I was just doing all of the things that I was told to do and trying to just keep up and stay with the pace of growing up and being on my own because there was bills that had to be paid, but I still wanted to have fun and I still wanted freedom. And it was just a bunch of like trying to figure shit out. And so it got to a point that, um, my body, um, let's see, I think I'm skipping ahead too far. So I'm going to, I'm going to skip back just a little before my body started to really, um, kind of decline and give up on me. There was this first little push of it, which was, I decided that I was going to run a tough mutter, like this obstacle course with one of my best friends. And so, right. Um, and so I started to train, I started to, I mean, pick up my training from just doing Pilates to now like lifting weights and like doing all the things and running and doing pushups and pull-ups and like all of it, like zero to 60 so quick, because that was the only way I knew, like, I'm doing air quotes of like how to get in shape and like how to get fit was just to like literally go as hard as I fucking could. Cause that's how I was doing it in softball for all of those years. So I ended up totally pulling a rib out of place. And this was actually like kind of my first piece of like the decline into my rock bottom. So I, um, one of my ribs came out of place and it fucking hurt. <laughs> um, and I know it sounds so just like weird. Like how can a rib slip out of place? You guys, I have no idea how it happened. I think it's when I was doing like, uh, I was trying to do a push up or a pull up and I just wasn't doing it right at all. Um, I think that's what happened. It slipped and it just never got better from there. Honestly, I'm still dealing with it. This is like three years ago now. Um, but at that point, three years ago, even though the ribs slipped out of place, that shit wasn't going to stop me. I was working all of the jobs. I had to pay bills. I had to, you know, just keep up with the life that I was living. And there was no option of slowing down in my mind. Um, and so now at this point I had a rib out of place, but I was also starting my, um, my training for Pilates to become a Pilates instructor, which was so amazing. So at the time that I was training to do Pilates, I was still working about three different jobs for the woman in her jewelry business. I believe at that point I was working at a golf course at the front desk and waitressing at a different golf course, a different country club, because I was getting free golf from all of these places. And I loved it. <laughs> so I was still doing all of the things, going, 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 adding on top to the now Pilates, the training, which didn't feel so much like a job. It was actually the first thing that I started to do that I was like, holy fuck, thank God that like I get to go and like teach Pilates. Like this isn't a job. Like I actually love what I'm doing. I get to go teach Pilates. Um, so that was huge for me and just my mindset to kind of get me a little further out of that grind, grind, grind. Although I was still way stuck in it. Um, it was the first kind of light. I would say in my universe to be like, whoa, I can make money doing what I want to do. This is so fucking awesome. Um, however, at the time I, like I said, rib, I had rehabbed my rib kind of back into place through physical therapy. So I thought it was healed. Um, 
it definitely wasn't healed all the way. So as I was like getting really into now teaching Pilates and like doing it all and like training to be able to go teach everybody else, I, um, I got so excited and I definitely re-injured my rib. And so it just from that point on, like totally gave me so much pain. The pain from my rib, like started to travel up into my shoulder. I started to get like so many more migraines and I just was being forced to slow down a little more. However, I still fucking push through. I don't, I could not tell you how many times I still used my, my arm, um, and like my shoulder and everything like that when I knew it hurt and I shouldn't have because I didn't want help from anybody. I thought I could do everything myself. Um, and it really just put me in the space of more frustration, more resentment, um, for myself and for others, because I was like, why do I feel like shit? It was just a really bad mindset to be in. So this is now, um, this is 2017, I want to say. Yeah, 2017. Um, before all of the rib and everything went down, I, um, you know, before I share that, I should share that I actually also have a herniated disc in my neck because this rib went out of place because I didn't stop and take care of it and let it heal fully. Like I screwed my body so much by just like pushing, pushing and grinding and not listening to what my body wanted me to do, which was fucking stop and like just <laughs> relax and like heal that my ribs slipped, which led to like all these shoulder issues. And then it ended up, um, I ended up getting a herniated disc in my neck, which I'm living with. And that, that was like the constant migraines. When that happened, it was like ev every other day I was like in bed because I, I just couldn't. My, the only way my migraine would go away is if I would shut my eyes and go to sleep. So that's what was happening. Um, so I know that was kind of like a lot and I, I looped around all of that, but it was really important um, because that injury was really kind of like that, the first of like the downward spiral that really led me to my, to my burnout, to my Brock bottom before, um, before my neck before I herniated a disc in my neck, before like my rib injury got really, really bad, like in the midst of having the rib fucking injury, I got shingles. And this is important to um, tell you guys, because one, who the fuck gets shingles at like 23, 24? That is not normal. If you're that young and you're having, like you're getting shingles like that, it I'm telling you, it's not normal. And the reason why it happened was because I was so fucking stressed and so fucking burnt out that, and I was ignoring all of that, that my body literally had to give me another sign like my rib, like my herniated disc to slow the fuck down. This time it was shingles. All of the heat, the inflammation in my body started to manifest on my skin and it was super painful. I was so low energy and so exhausted and so just like feeling like shit. Oh, it was the worst, you guys. I'm like reliving it as I'm speaking it right now. <laughs> but yeah, so all of the grind and all of the hustle of me going from place to place and not taking time to slow down, not taking time to actually listen and tune into my body brought me to this point of total burnout as to where I got shingles. And do you think that this stopped me? Hell no. <laughs> I literally remember going to the doctor, getting diagnosed with shingles that day, calling into work and being so anxious and so stressed out that I was missing work because I had fucking shingles and I had to like go lay down and take care of myself. But I was so stressed out because like I knew I had to go make money. I knew I had to go to work. I knew 
that um, things had to get done. And so I made myself even more of a wreck by stressing out. I literally remember the phone call I made. Um, And I was back at work the next day, you guys. I did not allow myself any time to heal, any time to let my body totally de-stress, totally just like release whatever inflammation it was holding onto. There was none of that. I just fucking kept going. So now this is... um. I want to say this is early 2017. I ended up realizing I had a a herniated disc in late 2017. So like in between getting shingles and like dealing with my rib the entire year, obviously I didn't have shingles the entire year, but like it was just like this from that point on the beginning of 2017, I was just stuck in this mindset of just complete shit, like absolute, just like, ugh, the worst low vibe feelings. And I, there was, I couldn't shake them. There there was no way to shake them. And I had no idea why I would just get up and do the same thing day in and day out. Um, I had all of these plans of like wanting to do things, but it seemed just like time was just like going, going, going. And there was no sign of stopping or when I could do what it was I wanted to do. Um, I mean, I was definitely like through this whole process, I was gaining a bunch of physical weight. I shit like gained probably like 20, I don't know, 20 pounds or something, just like so much because I wasn't taking care of my body at all nutritionally. I was just eating whatever it was, anything. I I just didn't even care what the ingredients say, you guys. I was just like, did not even care about what I was feeding my body, what I was feeding my mind. I was drinking a lot, like drinking so much, not like maybe abusing alcohol, but not like, not in that way. Just like it was, it was an escape on the weekends to get my mind off things. I was smoking a bunch of weed. I was just like trying to escape and hurting my body even more in the process. And at this point now we're at the end of 2017 and the job that I had for really like a solid three years out of college, the jewelry business, um, that little boutique I was helping the women with, I was super comfortable there and knew I didn't want to work there forever. Um, but I was comfortable and so I didn't, Like I didn't have plans to leave. However, the woman had plans for me to leave. So I, I don't know if I was fired. I don't know if I was let go. I don't know if I was laid off. Like it was all pretty mutual. It just kind of happened. And I had no idea what the fuck I was going to do because I was just so comfortable in that job for three years. And it was the one that was like paying all of the bills. I was still teaching Pilates, but that wasn't something that I could just do. Like I had to find something else. Um, so now again, it's the end of 2017. I was in so much pain from having that herniated disc in my neck. My body was so bogged down with weight, with inflammation, with anxiety, with stress, with just like negativity. Um, and I was let go or laid off and had no idea what the hell I was going to do. So I was just like not feeling good. However, this got me, um, this got me like really excited to try to like do my own thing. Now I had time to try to make my own business. And so my first taste of this was with essential oils, doTERRA essential oils, which are freaking boss. I still use them to this day. Um, I don't necessarily sell them. I know people who do if you need the oil hookup, but 
anyways, yeah, you guys, I started to sell oils or started to want to sell oils. I don't even think that I sold one fucking oil. Actually, I sold a pack of oils, a, a whole kit to my stepmom. So thank you, Paula. Thank you for supporting me in that business. I think you were the only one that did. And I really appreciate it. <laughs> um, anyways, so I was starting my own business, had no idea what I was doing. Um, no direction really on what I wanted to do. I just knew I needed to make money. I knew I didn't want to go back to the nine to five. And now here's an opportunity where I can do my own thing and, and have my own business. It's super awesome because by me taking that leap and saying, yeah, sure. I want to have a business. I want to have my own oil business. I was able to work, um, with my first coach, my first mentor who opened my eyes to this new world, this new perspective of living life, how the fuck you want to. Um, I will definitely have her on the podcast. Her name is Amy. She is amazing. She is an angel and she was my coach through this process. She was the one kind of showing me the ways and showing me how to do the things and how to sell the oils and what the oils mean and all the back. Um, what am I trying to say? The back, the backstory, the background, like of, of how to run a business, you know, she was teaching me all the things. It was my first taste of personal development, my first taste of coaching. Um, so even though, the oil business did not work out. I am so freaking grateful that I took that chance. I met Amy. I um, went through that training because it was, again, my first taste of personal development and the first time that anyone was asking me questions about how I was feeling, the first time that I was understanding that, like, there's, there's kind of another way to do things almost. The first time I was understanding that like to have success, not necessarily to have success, but like to change things or to like, to really have success as like your own business owner and starting your own business, you have to deal with your shit. You have to understand the things that are limiting you and holding you back. Uh, Amy was the first one to call me out on some of my shit, um, or I should say allow me to see my shit. And that fucking scared me. So now this is like January, let's say January, 2018 to like February, 2018. Um, and I tried doing the oils for a month and got so frustrated with myself and so upset with myself that I wasn't making a bunch of money within the first month and I was doing this work, but how wasn't anything paying off? And I just got so like negative on myself and just with everything around me. Um, I, when Amy was giving me the work, like the personal development work, I literally remember like lying about some of it or, or, you know, like reading the question and, and not really taking it in just like, okay, what's the next question? Like, okay, what's the next question? Like I got a taste of what it was to change, but and it was the first thing to open me up to know that like there's that I needed to change. Um, but I wasn't having any of it at that point. So all of that negativity running through my mind, my body, my soul got to me. I, this is when I, I think that I definitely hit my rock bottom. I stopped talking to Amy. I, st I like ignored her. <laughs> If you're listening to this, you know why I'm laughing because I was, I was ignoring the one person that could help me. The one person that was calling me off on my, out on my shit because I was so stuck and just so just not aware and never had anyone pushed me to change in the ways that like I was being pushed and it, it, it really scared me. 
And so I totally shut off to the world. I, um, I started to, I was just teaching Pilates at this point. So it was literally just like, I, sometimes I had full days to myself where I was just sitting at home, like, what the fuck? Like staring, not staring at the wall, but like kind of staring at the wall, like trying to figure out what was next. What could I do? And it was day after day after day of just like constant negative cycles in my head of I'm not good enough. I'm worthless. I'm a piece of shit. Like how at my age could I get to this point <laughs> and then I started to um I started to collect unemployment which was like an even bigger dig to my ego um gratefully I fucking had unemployment but like at 25 that was not what I wanted to be doing. Maybe I was 24. Like I, that was not what I wanted to be doing. Like I thought I was the biggest fucking loser in the whole entire world. How could I get to this point? And I just felt like absolute shit. That was my burnout. Like the last drop of my burnout. That was my deepest, um, deepest darkness I reached. That was the point of like my rock bottom. That was March, like January through March of 2018. So now I am at my rock bottom and I really don't know what it was to start to kind of get me out of that place. But I really just think my body, my mind, my soul, like universe knew that I had hit my lowest of lows and I was ready to like pick myself back up. Although on like, uh, in my mind, that's not how it sounded at all. It was just kind of like, what are you going to do next? What's next? Like what's next? And so I just started to, um, scroll through Instagram and started to just kind of see these girls that were having these transformations, healing themselves. Um, since I knew more about essential oils now, I was more into like natural health and holistic health. And so I was looking at like, I don't know. I stumbled across this one girl's page. She had an autoimmune disorder and she literally healed herself by like switching up the food she ate. And so I started to just like dig it deeper into that hole and like found all of these women who had done the same exact thing, had this like disease, this debilitating disease, um, this illness, this anything that they had. And they were like fixing it through, through the foods they ate. And so I was like, what the fuck? That's crazy. I knew the food that I was eating was definitely not high vibe. It was definitely not great. It was definitely not going to heal me at all. Um, and so I was like, okay, let's give this a try. I realized that like all the foods that they were being asked to give up, like majority of them had gluten and dairy. And so I believe like, actually, I know it was April 1st, 2018. It was Easter. I was like, fuck it. Let's try it out. I ended up like ditching gluten and dairy, cold turkey. Um, I definitely, like I cleaned up other parts of my diet, but I mean, dairy and gluten, that was like everything I was eating. I, um, so I ditched that for about a month. It started to really start to eat better. I mean, chicken, quinoa, vegetables for dinner, for lunch. Um, I'm sure I had like fruit or like maybe oatmeal or smoothie for breakfast. I just really started to like clean stuff up. Within the first month, I dropped 20 pounds. Like my inflammation, the inflammation in my body had like totally just like gone down. I like didn't look as puffy and I didn't feel as puffy, if that makes sense. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? And so that was kind of like the first taste of like natural healing. Like I just switched up my foods and this is what happened. This is how I feel after just a month. And so that was kind of the rabbit hole into then me. Um, I think I stumbled upon a podcast next because I have no idea why, but I found a podcast and then that podcast explain something about Ayurveda. I was like, what is Ayurveda? From there, um, I learned about Ayurveda and literally taught myself Ayurveda, the science of Ayurveda. I had took, I've taken some classes and gotten some education, but really like took it upon myself and taught myself like all of the things and 
have been able to heal myself over the, this past year from one, the practices of Ayurveda, but again, from, from that, that point of, um, healing myself with food to finding Ayurveda, like that was just the next step in like the rabbit hole of information and like the rabbit hole I've gone down to change my life and to be at this point of like where I am has just like, it's, it goes deeper and deeper every day. It's so beautiful. I learn something new about myself every single day because now I have the awareness, um, the awareness around it all of myself to be able to make these changes when before I may have been aware, but I was so fucking ignoring it. Like, hello, ignoring that my rib was out of place and I just kept going. Like I was just unaware of how I was really living. And once I started to become more aware of what it was that made me feel good. And that really happened when I started to tap into like my specific energy flows, which do not work with the go, 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 the hustle, 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 grind, grind, grind. I'm a kapha. I am more like slow it down. We're grounded. We're nurturing. Like that is not the pace I'm supposed to be going at. Um, so yeah, you guys, once I learned about, again, Ayurveda, I started to learn about all of the more beautiful tools we have. I mean, I can go deep into like all of the woo woo, all of the other types of like self mastery, um, self mastery tools I've found just like Ayurveda. I mean, human design is another one. I'll just all of the personal development, um, development work. And a big thing is just like digging deep into your, the past and limiting beliefs and everything that has been holding me back. That's just, that's what my whole past year has been about. Just learning the things and coming face to face with the things that have kept me small and have kept me stuck for so long. And three years ago, if you were asking me to do this, I would look at you, say you're crazy and, um, probably go back to work because I had like five jobs. <laughs> but I, I mean, it's just like such, I'm such a different person and like such a different perspective from just a year ago. Um, because I started to learn more about my body and I started to listen to my body and I started to actually do the things that like my body wanted me to do. Um, and once I started to, again, do all of those things, that's when the magic started to happen. That's when my life started to shift day by day. Um, it definitely wasn't all an overnight change, but the day by day shifts that have been made have really piled up and led me to right where I am today, being able to get on a podcast and share my truth and be able to help women and show them, you know, the ways that they're keeping themselves small by showing them their true alignment, by showing them how their energy flows work so that they can use that to their advantage instead of working against it for, for years and years and years like I was. Your own specific energy, your unique flows, and you like choose to work against them, that's when all of the misalignment happens. That's when we are unaligned, when we're in misalignment, that's when the disease starts, that's when the burnout starts, that's when the depression hits, that's when the anxiety hits, that's when the stress hits, that's when the illness is present. Like when we are not following what our mind, our body, our soul are designed to do and we're working against it, we're going to be feeling negative low vibes, which is why I am here to share my experiences, to share my story, to show you that it is possible, one, to live the life you want to live, and two, it's possible even now, if you are feeling in a low, low place, if you are feeling like you are just not at all where you want to be, if you are feeling 
absolutely negative about yourself, about others, just about everything. You are stuck in this low vibration. I am here to tell you that it is so possible to come out of that stuck, to come out of that low, to come out of those negative vibes. It is possible to take one step at a time and change your life. Nothing has to happen overnight. Nothing has to be overwhelming. It is possible to live the life you want to live. All you have to do is start to become aware of your energy, start to become aware of what your body is telling you. And instead of ignoring those signs, instead of working against all of those signs, surrender and give into it. Listen to your body, give it what it needs, give her what she needs, give him what he needs. Like it is so important for us to tune in, to slow down, to tune in, to listen, and then to act on what we hear because we can listen, listen, listen like I was forever. Um, with my arm, it, it hurt. I was listening, but unless you take the action to, um, to get through, to get to the next place, you're going to stay stuck. So I was listening, 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 but I wasn't taking the action and following through with, well, I should probably um, go to physical therapy. It took me three more months of listening, 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 and being forced into be going to physical therapy because my body was just at a point where it was absolutely done because I didn't listen. I ignored it. So I hope that made sense. Um, if you have any questions, if any of this resonated with you, I would absolutely love to know. Um, you can hit me up on my email. You can send me a DM through Instagram. I will link all of that down below in the show notes. Um, yeah, guys, I am just so grateful to be able to be sharing my story and to be getting it out to you because if it's possible for me to be getting out of that dark place of just feeling like, what the fuck? It's so possible for you too. And I'm here to tell you that it just takes one day at a time. Choose one thing to fill your cup. Choose one thing that makes you feel better. That makes you feel good. Because when you feel better, when you feel good, that's the shit that you're aligned with. When you feel like shit and you feel frustrated and you're like still doing it, you're not fucking aligned with it. So why are you still doing it? Do the things that make you feel good each and every day to pull yourself out of wherever it is you are right now. And even if you're in a good place right now, you know, it's life, something might happen. Like when something happens, you don't have to stay stuck in that place of stress or anxiety. You can choose one thing that makes you feel good to start taking you out of those emotions, out of those thoughts, because that's not, we don't want to get stuck there. Um, so yeah, guys, thank you for listening. I cannot wait to be back next week. Um, with another episode. And yes, until next time, have an amazing day. I hope you kick ass in whatever it is you are doing today. And remember, do one thing today that fills up your cup. <laughs>